We live. Episode yes, yes. five with Bo and me, Pepperoni, Pepperito. You is, should it be Bo or Bo? No, Bo. I don't want. I don't think. I don't think the connotation <laughs> sounds right. So you got. I got to hit you with a Bo once. <laughs> Bo, Bo is here. So I was just get right back into what we were talking about before the before we went live about the uh, Bisbing GSP press conference. I love it. I love it. I what? love the vulgar language. I love the cussing and screaming. I love it all. Uh, I, I, look, anyone who can get George St. Pierre to say fuck you more than once. Yeah. In front of cameras and in front of people, you're doing the right thing. I don't know if it's going to work for Bisbingo. I don't know, man. He seems, he, it's, he's kind of contrived. Like, it just seems like he's trying too hard. I don't like that. Like, everyone's trying to be like sell himself like Connor as Kevin Lee, um, you know, Cody No Love. Cody lesser, no loves a badass. Lesser extent, but he's he can actually back it up. And now Bisbing and Bisbing like he's always talked shit, which is cool. But now he's just like he's he's not very good at it. Like he's he's good at talking shit to people who are engaging, who will engage with him. You can't talk shit like take it from Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz did not try to talk shit to George. They, uh, he was pretty respectful, other than saying like a, a few minor things. But now you're going to attack this man. He can't even speak. English is not his first language. You're from England. So you talk to this you guy. Say, all he needs to say is fuck you, though. But that's, that's, that's all he needs that's, to say. That's not going to sell a fight, man. Like, no, yeah, but might sell a fight for you because you're an avid MMA fan. But exactly. To the regular people. Like, as I'm an avid MMA fan. I don't want to see the fight. I'm not interested in this fight at all. Uh, I'm not interested in it, like... Um, from a peer, like from a guy who will literally watch any fight. Yeah, I'm not intrigued by it that way, but I am intrigued by it just in terms of two of the best guys who have been around the sport since you know the early ages of the sport. I want to see the fight. Do I think it's a fight that was that had to be made? No, I don't. I, I think there was so many other fights. Uh, Tyrone Woodley versus GSP would have been a great fight. Great fight to, for him to come back to. You don't think so? No, not at all. Tyron Woodley is incredibly boring. GSP is incredibly like, boring. Look, boring I agree they're incredibly boring, boring, but... I, if we're talking algebra, negative plus a negative, or negative times a negative equals a positive. But in this particular case, I don't think so. Like, uh, GSP is going to try to stay in Tyron's range. I think we're cutting the fight a little short, though. I, I think he's going to be entertaining. But I I agree with you in the sense that, like, Bisbing is, is weird. Because when Connor sells a fight, Connor doesn't back off. He'll tell you, listen, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? He'll he'll bash you or whatever. But he also knows he's doing that within, you know, he still respects the fighter. You still got to respect the fighter. Whereas Bisbing's kind of, it's like counterproductive. He's being an asshole, but then yeah. they catch him off camera yeah. being polite, being respectful. No, just play that persona. If you're going to be an asshole, be an asshole for the whole fucking process. But that's what I'm saying. Shake his hand after you beat him or after it's, you lose to him. It's contrived. It yeah. seems fake. It's not It's not real. But with Connor, Connor's giving you real facts. Yeah, Dustin yeah. Poirier's got a shitty chin. Um... Well, Eddie Alvarez is, is a horrible champion who gets folds up like a little bitch when you hit him one time. Look, you these can are call, actual he, facts. Fair enough. You can call him a horrible champion, but he knocked out Dos Anjos. He knocked him out, and that's not easy to oh, do. Okay, cool. He knocked Dos Anjos out. Everyone has. You, Connor I, knocked out Aldo, and everyone still fucking talks shit about him. Constantly, Aldo? he knocked out Aldo in 13 seconds and said oh, yeah. exactly how he's going to do it. No, and, that, that was the scariest part and about everyone that still talks shit about this guy. He knocked out the, the guy who had the unbeaten right? The guy who fucked up Uriah Faber's leg, not once, twice, and beat everybody for 10 years. This guy knocked him out in 13 seconds. Yeah. Okay? That's that, but I don't think... For that, man. I don't think it was... I think it was the mental... I think he got into all those head. I think he got into his head. I think he made him... 
I think he made him concerned about what he could do. Yeah. And Aldo tried to rush in and finish the fight maybe before he would have, which is the mental side of the game. Yeah. He he scared Aldo into a long fight. Yeah. And a competitive fight. And Aldo was like, you know what? Let me go in there and let me try to get rid of him. And by doing that, he opened himself up. And that's how Connor knew. I mean, you never know if that mental warfare is going to play out like that. But in this case, it was literally exactly what he said, which is rare. But the thing I like about the shit talking from people who are very proficient at it. Like, Chael Sonnen was very proficient at it. He sucked, but he he, he was really very, very... Though. He was entertaining. He was as, entertaining, but he was an but, awful fighter. Yeah, but to me, Bisping's an awful fighter. He lost to Matt yeah, Hamill, no, I agree. and he lost, Bisping's and he 100%. lost to George... He lost to Dan Henderson, and they gave him both victories. I agree. So, I, I do I not disagree with that. I cannot... I can I can never get behind Bisping, man. I, maybe that's my bias, <laughs> but like that, that press conference is next level. The only thing I ever got behind him for is actually being Luke Rockhold, who I think is equally an asshole as well. Like, yeah, he's a he's a little bit of a conceited person. He's very conceited, man. It's it's funny, like these guys who are conceited and they get they get found out. It's like, dude, you, you can't talk anymore. It's done. You did a guy you beat and you came in on train and you came in there with pretty much no defense. His his last fight was even boring. Speaking of Luke Rockwell, like he oh yeah with David Branch, he he got tagged. Like, he could have he could have got knocked out. Like if, if those shots were hit any harder, yeah. he's done. And well, what's he gonna do then? He'll tell Danny he still deserves to be number one contender. Like fuck off, man. Like, dude. yeah, you know what? The thing with Luke, man, is I felt like with the first, the second fight with Bisbing, because he beat him so handily in the first fight. Yeah, he was like, I don't care how you know if he trains for two weeks, I don't care if he trains for eight weeks, and that's the wrong way to look at it, man. It's a fight. Yeah, and I felt like that was a that was a good example as to how serious Luke Rockhold takes the sport. You can't walk in there because regardless of Bisbing trains for two weeks or two minutes or two days. He's been in the sport long enough. He knows how to adapt. Yeah. So you got to respect that. And, you know, he got what he deserved. But when he became champion, I was happy. Sorry. <coughs> Let Holy me fuck. clear I was happy, but No, 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 no. Sorry. No. <laughs> I was happy, but at the same time, I was like, you know, he beat Weidman. As yeah. much as I like Weidman, Weidman, I don't know Doo-doo. why you're trying to throw spinning heel kicks. That Doo-doo. is not in your arsenal. Doo-doo. He's a one-trip <laughs> pony. Doo-doo. <laughs> Look, either way... I, I'm not gonna call him Dudu. I'm, I'm a big fan. I like his I like his style of fighting. But you don't throw a spinning back kick in the third round. Listen, I, I, after you're exhausted, yeah. Why would you do that? I love Rampage. Does not mean he's a great fighter. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. No, but Rampage Rampage is a very uh, uh, well. How do you call? It? I'll politely put it. No, no he's don't not, even be polite. He's not. He's not even. He's not even a good fighter. He's just a big guy with a heavy hand. Possibly, because he has no ground but game. By this, his by this, wrestling, by, this, by the same token, we can we can almost compare resumes exactly the same. Weidman and Rampage, come on, man. He beat Anderson Silva, and that's it. No, he, he, he beat Shogun Rua. Who was no? Not, no did he beat Shogun? He didn't beat Shogun. He, he beat Machida. He beat Vitor Belfort. Okay, cool. So he then beat all these guys. Rampage knocked out uh, Iceman Chuck Liddell. Knocked yeah, out uh, Vanderlei Silva. Um, Should have beat Forrest Whitaker. Was it the same Forrest Griffin? No. Forrest Griffin. Black Forrest Panther. Griffin. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Forrest Griffin. He should have beat Griffin. I agree. And, but Griffin and, had and a smarter game and plan, he, though. He, he brought... He, he's one of the first fighters in Jones's um, title reign that kind of brought Jones to like a little bit of deeper waters, even though Jones handled him quite easily. You know Between, what? When I watched that fight, I was surprised. When Jones rocked him yeah. with that left hand, 
I saw you could see it in Rampage's eyes. He kind of stumbled back, and that was the first time I'd ever seen anybody truly rock Rampage. Like that guy's head is the size of this fucking room. Yeah, like it's huge. And the fact that John Jones, like John Jones, doesn't look like he possesses a lot of power, punching power. And that was the the pre steroid John Jones. If you say like, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna assume that it was pre steroid John Jones, but I just that was a time to me when John Jones just was still very frail, very skinny. He wasn't. He wasn't muscular. He wasn't defined or anything like that. And he still had that kind of pop in his shot. True. I was actually surprised, man. And Ramp, you could see it in Rampage's eyes. He actually looks stunned. Holy fuck, that noise is brutal. Yeah. It's more in your head. Yeah. I know, man. I know you, you, ride, you ride for a lot of these bum fighters, which is cool. But what I, I, I'm not going to be putting Dustin Poirier in my top 10 or, or I'm not putting, either. I'm not putting Dustin Poirier Especially in my top 10. Since he knocked out my hero. I'm never. I'll never like Whiteman, and it's not just. I can. I can. Real recognize real. Listen, Rampage got worked in Pride by Vanderlei Silva. I love Vanderlei Silva. Mm-hmm. If I ever go in a fight, this is how I'm going to my fights. Because he's <laughs> the axe murder was a scary motherfucker. He was. He no was, one messed with the axe murder. He man. was a scary fucking. If I saw that motherfucker on a morning out, yeah. I'd go the other direction. Absolutely, I'm man. Not walking beside that guy. That's I'm crazy. Eyes. A nice guy. The guy's got crazy eyes, man. I don't mess with people with crazy eyes. It's just everything, the veins in the fucking forehead yeah. and shit. It's all it's all scary, man. He's he is definitely one of the uh probably most intimidating dudes yeah. from afar. I agree with that. You're not gonna walk ten feet, you know, within ten feet of this guy uh on a good or bad day. Agreed. Agreed. You know, if I walked into any gym and he was training, I'd walk right the fuck back up. <laughs> no thank you. I'm not going into any gym where this guy fucking spars. Yeah. Cause I guarantee you those motherfuckers go toe to toe. Absolutely. You know, like, so I would I would leave that bitch alone. I don't know why anybody would bother that guy. But I still, I don't agree with bum fighters. Weidman's not a bum fighter. Poirier is not a dumb fighter. Just remember, though, I'm an all-around. Dustin Poirier is the the version in that that division of a key jardine. Or um, Brandon Vera. Okay? Because he's done nothing. They do nothing. They're just gatekeepers. Bisping is a gatekeeper. He just happened to knock somebody out on short notice. They're not good fighters. All I'm saying is those guys. Nate I just, Diaz I just, a, I just assess keeper. them from from like a purist standpoint. Like I think they all, they have skill sets. They put on good fights. I don't ever think you'll see Dustin Poirier get to the top of the division. Like Clay, Clay he'll, he'll, another he'll one. maybe get as high as maybe he'll rank six or seven. Yeah. He'll never get a title shot. Maybe if he gets past Anthony Pettis, mm-hmm. but once again, Connor's the lightweight champ now, and Connor destroyed him the first time. So that's not a marketable fight. No, not at all. So he, as long as Connor's at the helm, he's not going to get there. He's not going to get there. I, I, got, I got a newsflash for you, Brad. He, he's never going to get there. He was never going to get there. Okay? You got to be optimistic. He's though. never going to get there. Clay Guida, I love him to death. He sucks. He's a gatekeeper. He <laughs> fucking sucks. And if, if you're telling me Clay Guida sucks, but Dustin Poirier doesn't suck. We got no, I'm not saying Dustin doesn't suck. I'm just saying I like to watch, watch him fight. Okay. I like to watch him fight. That's, that's the definite difference. I'm, I'm not ranking him as my... If you ask me what my top 10 favorite UFC fighters of, of all time are, Dustin's not in that. I feel like I'm, I'm... It's just if he's on a pay-per-view card, I'm going to bet on that fight. Yeah. I'm going to bet on that fight. I'm going to give it... You know, I'll take the time because I don't pick every fight, but I like the style of, you know, fighting that he has. Yeah. He's got a decent... You know, he's got some decent power, but I, you know what? When I watch him fight Michael Johnson... Yeah. That was the worst fight I've ever seen. He got his clock fucking cleaned. This is the thing, man. Cleaned. You, you say you like to you like to bet when he's fighting. I like to bet, too, against him. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's a sure way to make some money. Sure way to make some money. Yeah, you're not gonna make no money if you're betting on him. Like even when he fought Jim Miller, uh, I put I I uh, bet on that fight, and yeah. I almost fucking lost because he ate that leg kick at the end. Yeah, 
uh, right on his fucking shin and you saw it blow up. Yeah. And I was like, man, fight's over. And I'm like, I'm just looking. I'm not even watching the fight. I'm just watching the clock. I'm like, if this motherfucker loses, I swear. Yeah, I'm calling I'm calling the UFC. I want my money back. I was like, yo, this is fucking ridiculous. He actually, he won by decision, but that was close. Like, Jim Miller almost took him. But Jim, then again, Jim, Jim Miller's Miller's are great fighters. I mean, they're gatekeepers as well, but they're very strong fighters. Yeah, but you know what? That's is being a gatekeeper the worst thing? Not really, as long as you're still employed in that business. Like Jim Miller's yeah. a tough dude. If I was, if I was fighting in the organization, absolutely, I, I think that. But to to know that you'll never ever be a champion is like harsh. If that's something that you're serious about, you'll never ever be champion. Because if it is money, I'd say go to go to some other organization where you're gonna get more money. You can have your own sponsorships because USC is not for you if you're a gatekeeper. You will make no money. Fight on I, night well, bonuses, I think it's on a different scale, though. Like, I think Jim Miller gets paid very well. I don't know. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no point in even searching it because you won't find any real information on that. But Oh, see, he, he saw me searching it. <laughs> no, you can search it. Yeah. Search it. But I guarantee you that Jim Miller's made a very, very good living. He must, you. He see, must, I, He's been there for a minute. And, sure, yeah, you could go to different organizations and get sponsorship. But you're not going to get as many fights. True. The UFC respects, I feel like they respect Jim Miller, they respect the effort he puts forth. Yeah. So they put him They put him in there, they give him more fights than normal, right? And he's pretty durable, right? And that's all the UFC's in the business of, is putting on entertaining fights. Whether you're a gatekeeper or you're a fucking champion, as long yeah. as you put on entertaining fights, that's all that matters. It's true. That's all, Because half the people that fill the arena are casual fans. They're, yeah. not, they're not diehard fans. Speaking of casual fans, did you see, did you see the crowd at the, the last pay-per-view? They like, they like blacked out a whole section of the of the upper bowl. Like they had a curtain. There really? was no one there. It wasn't sold out. Oh well, that doesn't surprise me though. When they when they put out those numbers in like the post fight press conference, yeah, a lot of those tickets are given away too. Right? Yeah, you, yeah. You want to give the impression that because when you look at like for instance the T Mobile Arena thing holds like eighteen thousand people. Yeah. So when they read off the gate and they're like, oh, we had fifteen thousand, so and so and so, and the gate was two point two million. When tickets are going for ten thousand dollars, how the fuck is a gate two point two million? It's got to be more than that. Yeah. So like, I feel like they they don't divulge Come all the numbers. The math one time. Yeah, because like you don't have like the beer sales and everything that the UFC profits from all yeah. that, the food. So the gate's got to be much greater than that. Agreed. Because they're not raking in the kind of coin that they're making, and then only paying out what three percent of the overall revenue from the arena. Yeah. To the fighters on the on the fight card. Because guess what? The UFC is a business. They they're very strategic. When they put a fight card together. They got the high-paid fighters, and then they got those low-level fighters that are making, what, 20 grand for that fight? Yeah. Which, in turn, once they pay taxes and they pay their coaches, they made, like, seven or $8,000. True. So they, they structure it so that that 3% of their overall revenue doesn't, doesn't fuck up what they're making. Yeah. So I wish they didn't put fight cards together like that, though. Like, just put fight cards together with the fans in mind, the people that are paying the $70 to sit at home. And then on top of that, you know, you got friends over, you got beers, you got food, you got pizza. Like, keep those people in mind. Like, they want to watch entertaining fights. Though I, th- I feel like that the, the the new owners kind of ruined that that whole uh, feeling. Well, the Bisbing GSP is a perfect example. It's a money fight. They're, but they're all been money fights. So those new ownership took it took into. Oh, yeah, I miss the Fertitta brothers. Yeah, Fertitta brothers were bring those they're, bring they're, those dudes back. They built that shit from the ground up. They, and they're such they're they're actual MMA dudes, man. Like they would actually be there watching the fights. You know what I mean? Like. Well, I think I think the guys that are in it now, like um, I don't know what the fuck his name is. I just know his first name, like Ari or something like that. And Dana to me is Dana's the best person for the UFC. Yeah, uh, hands down, nobody could promote it like he does. Uh, he's a fantastic individual in terms of doing that. But I feel like the sport's becoming watered down. It's 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 almost 
and it's probably a little premature to say it, but it's it's looking like the WWE of mixed martial arts. Yeah, everything is a show. It's we're gonna put on this fight, Just don't do it as well and then WWE. everything. No, exactly. They don't do it. <laughs> but then again. You know, I just don't want to see that. Like I said, I'm a purist. I watch the sport. No matter who's fighting, I watch every card. And I don't want to just watch, wait three hours to watch one big fight. I want to see entertaining fights. And that's always going to be debated because people are going to be like, well, that's an entertaining fight. Yeah, but then, again, some of these fights don't live up to the hype. And, okay, here's a question for you. Would you rather rather watch a UFC pay-per-view that has a whole bunch of no-namers that have everything to gain and nothing to lose or watch a pay-per-view card with fighters who have everything to lose and nothing to gain? Yeah, I, like big names, like a Weidman versus a Romero, a Bisbing versus GSP. You know, meaning like guys that are going to go out oh, there and like bang and make it entertaining. The third, the third loss, and then if they lose this, it's going to be cut type of thing. Well, meaning like when you go out there and you have nothing to lose, you're going to fight your heart out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you got guys like Weidman, like you said, who's a bum. Guys like Leo Machida, who's a great fighter, but they have so much to lose. Yeah. And not as much to gain. Financially, maybe. Yeah. But in terms of their job, their placement in the division, their relevance in the sport, they stand to lose a lot more. If they, so they're, they're more reluctant to engage. To be honest with you, man, I, like, I kinda, I'm kind of off MMA. Like, I, I keep up to it, up to date. I don't think any of these fights really entertain me. I'm just waiting for, like, uh, a large, um, what's it called? A mutiny where they all go to Pride or, or go to uh, Bellator. I was gonna say pride, pride. I, I, I like. I'd I would love for fights. pride to come back, man. I'd love to see those. I like. I'd love to see the fighters in pride doing their own thing. Cause or not pride. I keep saying pride. Bellator. Cause Bellator is now what UFC used to be. Like it's it's UFC is not. It's not entertaining for me. I, I can't. The last time I went to a bar to watch a UFC was well, probably Connor. Connor. Whoever Connor's last fight was. The, uh, Connor's last fight well, was all the boxing or, fight or, 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 before uh, that it was the Alvarez one. Yeah. That's the last time I went to, and now that's the only time I'll ever go. As much as but I you're love not these gonna, fights. you're not gonna watch the UFC uh, that comes up uh, in uh, what is it like two and a half weeks? Two and a half weeks, I think. The GSP one, November fourth. No, I'm not if there, if there's come some, on, Yuana's on there. It's this. If she's there, fighting Rose Namajunas. That's a great fight. If there's something better going on that weekend, like when I say better, I mean like my boys messaged me to go watch the hockey game or have some beers. I'm gonna do that over this. Really, man. I just like the, the product is so watered down now. It doesn't really mean. I, like, I love Yuana. And I'd probably just watch that one fight. Like, I just... Cody and Dillashaw? You're not going to watch that? Cody and Dillashaw's going to be a good fight, too. But Fucking right it is, man. You know what? Cody Garbrandt doesn't put on nothing but maybe. great fights. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I will watch it. Yeah, you, let me retract my statement. I, I probably will watch that particular one just because I love No I love no Love. I he's think fucking he's, sick. I think Cody's a, a good dude. But I think the, the best thing about that, I think, with that fight, I think there's genuine emotion and hatred going into that fight. Yeah. Respect as professionals, but I think there's genuine dislike for each other. The same as Cody's last fight, which I, I loved as well. Did you watch the, the the podcast, though, that Joe Rogan did with Uriah and Cody? Yeah. yeah. And when I heard some of the shit that Dillashaw has done yeah. like in the gym, I'm a Dillashaw fan as a competitor, but as far as if any of that shit is legitimately true, that's pretty fucked up. I don't... That's I don't that's pretty Dillashaw. savage, right? Like, that's, that's... To me, you don't do that shit. Like, you don't knee a guy in the back of the head in the gym. I respect Uriah Faber inside the octagon and outside the octagon. So if he just says something true, I believe him wholeheartedly because I could tell in his eyes that he's an honest dude. Well, you could tell the re- the remorse kind of in the fact that that story even came out. Yeah. He, he obviously that's something he wanted to keep in the gym between the people that only knew about it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Joe Rogan being the master conversationalist was able to uh, was able to pick that that conversation yeah, yeah. apart. 
and and get you know get it out there but at the same time like i said if that story is legitimately true that's pretty fucked up agreed man that's pretty fucked up that that somebody would be or even you know like cody said they've gone they've sparred and you know cody caught him and, and dillashaw would come back and you know as if it's a real fight like you're sparring dude you're preparing for your fight you, the idea is not to have a fight true and i think is his competitive nature and you know the way that the way that when i look at gyms it's always been a big thing for me like i've seen fighters transition from gym to gym you got to do what where you feel you're going to evolve the most but at the same time too like i don't think you need to leave your home gym you can go to other gyms and train and get advice and and, and learn different i mean know, tools well like for instance like rashad evans jumps from camp to camp to camp you yeah, know, yeah. it was Jackson and Wink. Then it was, you know, Black uh, gym in Florida, Black Zillions. And then he created his own gym. And and now, you know what I mean? He's not even competing. Well, he's got, you know, he did TriStar for a while when he was at Jackson Wink. So, you know, it, to me, it feels like bring those people into your camp. Like Rashad, a guy like Rashad Evans who's making, you know, $350,000 a fight. You can afford to bring a, a trainer from a different gym, fly him out, stay at your house. He can train you for a week or two. Then he can go back. You don't have to literally up and... And reroute your whole life to go to a different gym. It's not gonna adjust how you. It's not gonna change how you fight. Yeah. They can teach you all kinds of technique. They can teach you how to throw a, a leg kick with a right hand, but it's not gonna change the way that you fight personally. Yeah. Fighting and and the style that you employ is all mental. True. You need to make mental adjustments to change the way that you approach the fight. Camp switching camps is not gonna do anything. You know, you're gonna hear the same thing, uh, just from a different individual phrase differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of. It's just water. It's the same thing you talk about the sport. You know, jumping from camp to camp is like watered down. It's just getting watered down information after watered down information from great people, but watered down information, right? Yeah. And look, I could be fucking wrong with that. I just, I've seen a guy like Rashad Evans, his career decline. But his career decline for other reasons, not just so much. No, not so much for that. Like, obviously, he's had health issues. He was forced out health issues and stuff like that. Working with Jackson just because their loyalty issues. So, I mean, what are you going to do when... Well, that, that's a tricky situation, there? right? Because, you know, there's a and lot of loyalty, of, but I think there's a lot of Speaking of loyalty issues, issues uh, two-faced people. Ah, yes. <laughs> this, right this is a topic I was very adamant so I wanted to right talk there. about. <laughs> I wanted to fucking talk about. Because I have uh, an... Oh, shit. Oh, like this. Oh, here? snap. Oh, snap. Is this? Sorry, sorry. Somebody trying to call me. You know, leave me the fuck alone. That's your, ring, that's your ringer? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I got me. a whole bunch. This guy just starts freaking Dutty Lion when he hears the song. <laughs> oh, shoot. fuck? Jesus Christ. Like, it's Jess, too. She probably thinks I'm just hanging up on her for no reason. <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh, back to this two-faced people thing. Uh, there was an individual. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, obviously, you know, it, when you work in any environment, not everybody's going to like you. True. Right? Correct. So... This individual made the mistake of telling another individual, you know, the conversation came up, oh, you know, do you like uh, this person, this person, so forth. And she's like, yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's good, he's respectful, he knows what he's doing. This other individual was like, no, nah, I don't like him. He's two-faced. Well, how the fuck am I two-faced if you're talking behind my back to somebody else who knows me? <laughs> what does that say about that individual? You're two-faced, correct? Yeah, you're doing the same thing. You, you just yeah, so them. you're not only are you two-faced, but you're a hypocrite in the same fucking sentence. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand why people do that. Do you think it's going, do you think this, did you think this person was going to agree with you? Remember, anytime you're in a social environment, whether it's work, fucking friend's house, a bar, every 
not everybody's going to perceive an individual the same way that you do. Yeah. So you got to be very cautious about how you, you speak on another individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that kind of just pissed me off because this person, when they see me, they try to shake my hand or try to give me dabs. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. like make up your mind. This is a professional environment. You don't have to say hi to me. Yeah, true. But guess what? If I tell you to do something, like me or not, you're going to do it. Because, no, just because that's how it works. Yeah. If I have a boss and I've been in, you know, situations where I don't like certain bosses I've oh, had. Shit, man, I, 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 won't go, I won't say too much, but yeah, I, 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 go on. But you do, you do what they ask because that's, that's your responsibility. Yeah. You know, you're not, like I said, you're not going to like everybody that you work with. But at the end of the day, my job is, is not to have people like me. Yeah. You know, I have a group of friends. I have family that know me, that like me, that respect me. But as far as the people I work with, if you're not going to like me or respect me, I'm not going to I'm not going to turn a corner and, and do something so that you like me. Like fuck off. Yeah. You know, go about your business but just keep your mouth closed because you never know how that information is going to make it, you know, make it back to me. True. You know what I mean? I just that that shit really pissed me off and I I don't know if you've had situations like that. Well, for me, I'm I'm an extremely honest person cuz I really 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 suck at lying. <laughs> so <laughs> For me, like if somebody asks me how I feel about a situation or how I feel about a person, I'm like, no. But the same token, like the same thing you're saying about professional setting and whatnot. Just for the to keep up appearances, there could be people I dislike, but I have to I have to like stomach them because we work in the same environment. And in order for the environment to to continue to be um, one that's positive, you have to like kind of work with them, no matter what position they're in. I try to be good to everybody, but if people are like, I, I like to tell people all the time, I'm, the, I'm a purveyor of information. So I, I hear everything. I just try not to speak on it unless it directly affects me. But I hear everything. So when you are talking over here, people love to talk, right? So people are going to tell people's business because that's what people do generally, right? Yeah. It's, it, when people get together, like, they generally talk about things that are com- the commonalities they have talk about things they're doing and they talk about people people you mutually know right so that makes sense i just listen to everything man and i try to rise above man but it is difficult it's difficult man (laughs) because people i mean they could dirty up my name like i've there's girls i know right now that hang out in the same circle of friends as the girl the people we hang around and she's still talking shit about me for like four years and there's and i'm there's nothing i'm gonna say to her like because when it's when she sees me in my face, it's like, oh, ha, ha, how you doing? And and I'm just very cordial to her. Like, what what's going on? How are you doing? How's life? You know, like, because she doesn't know that I know. And that's the thing. It's like, it's, you keep all this information. You know that, oh, you don't watch Game of Thrones. But for the people who do watch You know what? Since you keep don't... busting my fucking balls, I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna start watching. I'm I'm on holidays. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna invest some time in this show that that Pepper preaches so highly. Yo, about. but Game of Thrones is life, man. If you don't like Game of Thrones, but what season your is brain. it? What season is it? This they just finished the seventh season. Okay, so I got some serious fucking work to yeah. do. Yeah. So they're in so should of, I start in, in one? Yeah, definitely start. In oh, one. I gotta. You have, have to watch one at least twice just to get capture the whole world. Yeah, it's big, man. It's a it's a big. How many big, how many expensive. episodes? Uh, I think the first, I think the first third, all of them are basically 10, 10 episodes. Oh, okay. So it's, so not, it's, not, it's not, it's not, it's not long. I'll but occupy some of my lonely after, nights. After the first season, you'll be, you'll, you'll be hooked. I don't know too many people that aren't. There was one girl who wasn't. And then she like matched me like maybe six months later and told me she was on season five. I'm like, okay, well, obviously you were hooked. You just, in your mind, you just didn't want to say you were like, my boy matched me yesterday. He's like, yo, 
um, how's Blade Runner? You see it already? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, I'm like, I'm not telling you because as soon as I tell you how I feel about it, whether it's positive or negative, you're gonna go in trying to either think the opposite of what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. or it's gonna taint the way you're thinking going in. Yeah. I'm like, you watch it, and we'll we'll tell you rap after. <laughs> uh, but I digress. In Game of Thrones, okay, so Khaleesi, uh, she's a Targaryen. She went to go get some some troops. She needs to get some men because she wants to take back the throne. Okay. <clears throat> she goes to this place where they have all these these this army. This army is like a a ruthless army of very obedient men called the Unsullied. Okay. And uh, this slave master who's trained these these guys. Okay. He's talking in in a, a language that he thinks that she doesn't know. So uh, the whole time he's calling her a slut. He's calling her a whore. He's calling her a bitch. All kinds. He just completely completely shitting on her. But she's he's got an interpreter that's interpreting it to her. Okay. But he's doing it in a way that it's more. It's more respectable. Okay. So after she 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 gets, I don't want to ruin this for you, but it's okay. You can ruin it for me because okay. I'm one of those people. I can watch things like four okay. or five times. This is this is like a major moment for me in this damn show. But okay. After she gets her army, yo, she just looks at him and starts talking to him in the language, and she's like, "Yo, I understood the whole time." She's like, "This army's now mine." <laughs> yo, Dracarys by dra- dragging this. Blows fire on his ass, man. Like oh, really? straight hot flames, man. He's spitting some dialogue <laughs> lyrics, and I'm like, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's how I am, cerebral, man. You talk, talk, and you talk, and you talk. Then that moment, you say something that really irks me. I'm gonna tell you about your ass. I'm gonna tell you everything about your ass. I'm gonna break it down to you. And there's even in my there was a big situation that happened with me this weekend mm-hmm. with some person that's two faced and think I wouldn't hear about it. I hear everything, man. Like there's nothing. There's not too much that gets past my ears within my circumference so yeah it's not something that i would be like i'm going to speak on it but if they're ever trying to pull my card let me let me tell you I, i'm a professional poker player i got i got i know how to use any particular combination of cards to outdo you <laughs> so don't don't try it so i, I get what you're saying two-faced people kind of suck man and that's it's, it's it's one of those things that's good about being an honest person all the time if you're an honest person all the time you don't have to worry about people saying anything like people thinking that you were saying something about them uh, you tell me, you, you, when you steal in my face and ask me a question, how do you feel about me? Be honest. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you in a way that's not so crass, unless you're a really cunty person. But That's a new word too, cunty. Yeah, I love it, man. <laughs> I was actually writing yesterday, I was writing, for the, I was writing an article for the blog, and I put it in there, and I'm like, yo, I love this word so much. Like, I love it so much. I don't use it often, but when I use it, it cunty. Just, like this. hits me with that impact, you know? Yeah, so it's, man, two-faced people kind of suck, man. Especially when it's someone that's really close to you or someone you, you like. When it's work people, it's whatever, man. I know, right now, currently, I work with a bunch of people that really don't know me. Like, we work together, and we, yeah. we're cool, but the people I work with, I, I don't really go out with them. Like, mm-hmm. from time to time, we'll go out, whatever the case is, but it, it's different from other places I've worked where the people are kind of like my family. Like mm-hmm. we, we still chill. Like, like I said, I booked this weekend off for basically my extended family. Yeah. These are people I worked with before, but I love them so much. I have to show love and you show love to me. I show love to you. That the same kind of the whole reciprocal pr- process. Well, the thing is like you, you touched on one thing, right? Like I'm, I'm brutally honest as well, but yeah. I feel like that's part of the reason why a lot of people don't like me Yeah, because I'm honest. And, Yo, look, man, if I'm the same way, don't ask me something if you're not willing to hear my answer, because yeah. you already know if you if you're around me enough, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. And doesn't necessarily mean that it's everyone's truth. It's yeah. just my truth in regards to what you're asking me. Yeah. So don't fucking ask me then. 
And then if you're going to ask me, you can't make a judgment on me based on what I've told you. Yeah. That's not fair. Then don't ask me. Go ask somebody else who's going to butter that shit up for you and tell you what you want to hear. I don't want people to do that to me. Yeah. Because, for instance, if I ask somebody about, you know, my, the podcast, right? Yeah. I don't want somebody to be like, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. And as soon as I walk away, they're like, that motherfucker sucks. Yeah, that's pretty shit. Don't fucking, don't fucking lie like that because it's just, it's, it's not the right way to be. Like, just tell me because with anything in regards to the same situation, the truth is not always going to be what you want it to be. Yeah. So how are you ever going to grow if people mask the reality of how you're doing or what you're doing? It's just not the right way to be, man. I can't stand fucking people. I just want to talk about that shit because I swear to God, when I heard that, I was fired up. I was fired up, son. That you got the, up, the, man. yeah, no, because I'm like that, man. Like I, I literally get like you get heated. Yeah, I get heated. Like I get so warm, my body start. I start to sweat, dude. Like I get warm. Yo, you, you need to like for me. When I was younger, best my favorite artist is Tupac. Tupac is a very passionate, very Tupac. emotional guy. So like, when back in the day, someone said something about me, like I'm off. Yeah. I and it almost got me jumped. So I'm like, yo, let me handle this a little bit different. Like. If you, you don't fucking watch TV, man. So there's a this show, this show called Power, 50 Cent Show. And oh, I know about that show with okay. uh, Jerry, Jerry. Was it Jerry Ferrar? Jerry Ferrar. He's, he's in it. Yeah, I know I don't all the that. people he knows that's in it. I don't he watch knows Jerry Ferrar. Um, the main character is Ghost. Okay. And all the foolishness aside, he kind of makes some really silly decisions, but the way he handles things, mm-hmm. very cerebral. He's very, very hard. He's a cool hearted killer. Yeah. But in the professional world, he's very, very like. Tap dance, smile on your face, whatever. Yeah. He knows everything. I like. I feel that they base that character off of me. Other than the foolishness he has, cheating on his wife and whatnot. That's not me. I'm not about that life. <laughs> but everything else, the personality wise, that's how I. That's how I conduct myself, man. It's completely silent about everything. Just listen to everything. I try not to talk so much, but you know, if that truth comes out, truth comes out. Get that information, and like I tell you, man, I'll pull your card if it's time. Like, see, it's different for me though. I find like I find people judge me because like. Well, you see me. You saw me early on when I first met you, you know, through Jess and that social, you know, setting. I look, I look like the most look awkward the individual. Look at the thug, man. Thug. Wow. Yo, that, let, let's let's keep in mind, guys. That's the first time I've ever heard yo, that. Yo, first time I met this guy. Like, yo, my homegirl was like, <laughs> my boyfriend's coming to meet us. I'm like, cool, cool. We're at, we were at Tisa Danforth that day. Is that I, the first time I met you? It's the first time I met you. Oh my god, I that feels. Were, I think you might have been in a bad mood. I'm not sure. You wow. think your brethren was there or something? You were just like, this guy's cute. Oh, yeah, the, the, the you, other. The you gotta keep in mind, okay? Brad's like, what, 6'4, 6'5? 6'4, yeah. Okay, he's a tall dude. And if he's not smiling, he looks very angry. And <laughs> generally, like, I'm always smiling. So I'm looking at this dude, like, like this really? What's, what's wrong with this guy? Like, <laughs> this he's gonna shoot me or something? Like, I didn't, I didn't know his personality. So I'm like, okay, okay, all right. This is what he's dealing with right now. <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, when I'm at work, I feel like because I I thrive off of like good energy, like mm-hmm. positive energy. I don't I don't really thrive in in negative you know settings. So I'm always like loud. I'm always the loudest one in the room, running around, just saying the, the dumbest shit, like just creating pure energy. But the thing is, I'm and it's probably my fault to be honest. I'm very selective in who I do that with. Yeah. Because I've learned over time, like you can't joke the same way with everybody. Yeah. You really can't. And I learned that in, in the new place I work, like I was joking with somebody, went over to the next person, not the same joke, but a similar joke in the same context. And the person just looked at me as if like, alien, like I insulted them. Really? Yeah. And they just looked at me like dumbfounded and I was like, okay. And, and then they look at me and they say, well, what did you mean by that? I was like, excuse me? 
And she, she's like, what did you mean by that? And I'm like, you know what? Have a good day. I will see you when you're in next. <laughs> Clearly, you cannot be spoken to the same as that individual down there. You, you, you got to say that. But, Brad, you have to do it. Okay, so I think one of the, the greatest things in my life is being friends with so many women. Because there's a certain way you talk to certain different groups of... I'm not the same women in particular, but I have maybe five or six really, really close girlfriends. Okay. All right? They all are different. And you have to speak to them all different types of ways in order for them to not feel a certain type of way about it. So, like, you're going to tell them the truth, okay. but you just... <clears throat> there's certain people I can be very blunt with. There's certain people I have to sugarcoat it, but still get the point across. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I would never have known that before because I grew up with a bunch of dudes when I lived back in Oshawa. My, most of my friends were dudes. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as I turned the service industry, I, now most of my friends are girls. So, well... It's a good blend. Yeah, they told, that evens out now, right? <laughs> so now I've kind of seen it from both sides, right? Because yeah. back in the day, like, some of my boys are like, just, just tell, just tell you how it is. Like, my boys, my one friend would to be constantly say, like, just going to tell you how I feel. And if you feel a type of way about it, just cut, cut your losses. Yeah. Like, we don't have to be friends anymore. <laughs> like, that's how we, that's Yo, how some we people are things. straight up though, man. I'm not, not worried about that. Like, if somebody, if some, like, if someone said to me, oh, I don't want to be friends with you because you speak your mind. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, this is not I'll see you when I see you then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when we, when, when, we, when we see each other, you let me know. Yeah. You let me know what's up. Uh, so I, you know, I, I don't really, I don't really care about people's perception. There's a, there's a certain group of people like I care about how my mom perceives me. Yeah. I care about how my siblings perceive me, um, and, and close people in my surrounding area. But at the end of the day, I don't, I can't be fixated on what somebody who sees me once in a blue moon thinks. Yeah, true, true. You know what I mean? Because you don't know enough about me. You haven't had enough experiences with me. Yeah. To, to judge me or, or to, to go on any information to validate what you're, you know, how you're behaving towards me. So I don't really care about shit like that. But, you know, other than that, I just, like I said, two-faced people to me are the worst kind of people because you don't want to. Have you ever been in, a, in, in an outing and like somebody will talk about you to someone else and then they'll go to the next person and they'll talk about you? Yeah. And then somehow that makes its way back to you in the same circle. It always does. Same circle. It always does. Like, why Why does that have to be the, the focal point of conversation? Can't you just come in and have a beer, eat a burger, you know? I, I like to say and yes. And just go the fuck home? Like, why does it always have to be like that? But, I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's not necessarily a good or bad. Like, you know, well, people I know, don't, don't, we don't really shit on people unless, like, <laughs> that person's just to be shit on. But <laughs> I get it. I get what you're saying. I know I, I like to thrive in positivity as well, but shit happens, dude. I, I, I don't know what to say. Just kind of rise above. Do your John Cena no, thing. No. <laughs> no, exactly. I agree. Like, I, I, I always rise above it. I don't, I don't like, I, I'd be lying if I said it didn't bother me at first. Yeah. Because like I said, I've always, I don't want to call them haters because I don't think it's haters. I don't, I don't fucking have haters, but uh, in everyday life, you but clearly. I haters. Yeah. But. <laughs> But clearly in, in like, you know, some of the, the, the places I've worked, obviously there's people who are not as uh, not as receptive to me yeah. uh, compared to others. You know, like I'm, I'm so grateful, man, when I leave certain places I've worked, you know, people are so friendly. They're so like, they, you know, they're just cool, man. They're like, oh, you know, we're going to miss you. Whether or not that's true, whether or not they're putting, you know, a show on either way, it, it's always good to know that people respect you yeah. and that if you leave an environment that you've been in for two years, three years and five people don't like you, well, guess what? You gotta cut your losses. Yeah, cut your losses, man. Five people is not not bad when you're working with you know staffs of two hundred people. True, it's not bad. So, I take it I take it with a grain of salt. Maybe no. they just don't like my hair. 
Dude, this guy, man. <laughs> wow, that's true. Guy, we got, got nice hair, man. Yo, if you got nice hair, no one should be hitting on you, man. I got nice hair. Though, yo, did I tell you I'm going to do the Movember stash? No, that's messed up, man. Come I, on. I did it. Tw- don't cheers. be jealous because you can't do it. There's I, a difference. I, I, I can, yo, I don't, don't want to be out here looking like Lando Calrissian, all right? <laughs> I'm okay, man. I don't, no, no, come on. No, you got to join. No, you got to join. It's for a good no, cause. Man. It's good for a good for. I'll, I'll donate money for you, okay? It, it's for a good cause. No, I don't want You know how much time it took me to graft this beard? And it's not even any kind of big beard. It's just like whatever. But to me, it's a nice beard. This don't is worry. The, this is gold, man. It's, like it's a nice beard. Just try, gotta fill in I'm, some packets I'm here. It, I'm showing it to the people with some uh, <laughs> with some, some coconut oil. Yes, right? dude. Do you Mixed have with any? aloe vera, of course. I got all kinds of coconut oils, bro. Somebody actually that I work with, yeah, uh, he's like to me, yo, have you ever tried coconut oil on your beard? Because I shaved it, yeah, and obviously my shaver shit, so I went into work all patched up, yeah, you know. And he's like, yo, your beard's a little patchy, bro. It's, it's, it's like he it's needs true. some of that beard oil. And I said, well, you got some? You can't tell me about it and then I have none. He's like, yo, it's like $9 a tube. I said, there ain't no food basic special. Yo, nine dollars a tube. Yo, go mix yourself. Look, right here. Right here in this grocery store. There's like a, a health foods place. It's like What, a, here? Yeah. Oh, the, the one. Park, Parkway's Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can like get your rosemary oil. Get your jo, Jojibo. Jo, fucking, I keep on butchering these names. Yo, Jojibo. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's go back to that for a second. The name <laughs> butchering. There was a video that came out. Uh... I was listening to it on the radio and it, it was funny. Yeah. Um, in England, there was a search it for me actually. Yeah. There was a there was a weatherman and a news lady and they were trying to introduce their other uh, member <laughs> of the team, and the fucking they couldn't pronounce his name. And I want you to try to go through and say this name. Okay. What's it, what's in, what should I search here? Uh, English man. English. No, no. English newscaster butcher's name. Search that and see what comes up. Okay. And then, Check here. yeah, let's see if it comes up. I want to see what the, I want to see if you can pronounce this name. Uh, news anchor, news anchor butchers Lando Calrissian's name. N- no, it's no, it's no. important Salt Lake City Comic Con. This is old. No, this is England. It, it you got to search. Maybe search. Uh, fuck, I'm I'm horrible with like searching search engines and shit. It would take me days to find stuff. Uh, damn, I don't know. You gotta search it, bruh. In the intro, while I'm searching, I'll, we can continue it to see. I put butcher in England and it <laughs> show me some butchers. Anyways, <laughs> yo, man, I've been working on this making my own oils. Oh, have you? Yeah, man, because I like my, my thing is this like, I don't want to get too explicit here, but explicit that's what this is for, I, man. When I'm, when I'm getting ready to, to do the business, I don't want my face <laughs> being like so harsh. <laughs> That it, it hurts the person I'm with. I want my beard oh. to be smooth. I want it to be Jeez. well maintained, well cut. I don't want I don't want it to be cutting people up like a razor. Like, you making love or you rubbing your chin up on her head, bro? Listen, man. I'm just saying. I'm not, okay. I'm not, fair I'm, enough. Fair I enough. I can't give out too much game. You know? That's it. You like, gotta. You gotta. Gotta keep it low. Low profile. It's like like I said, the black eye thing. I'll never. T- I'll never tell. Oh <laughs> yeah. Funny, man. You know what though, man? Um, I can't remember if I told you. Uh, and stop me if I have yeah. about when I was at LA Fitness. And uh, I'm sitting there. I'm getting ready to play a little five-on-five basketball, so I'm in the change room. Yeah. You know, putting on my shoes or whatever, and there's a black guy in front of me. Yeah, you looked. This... He looked. No, 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 okay. I didn't look. Okay. I was, okay. Keep going. You know, forget I'm half black too, but I don't need to look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to look. But, uh, but no, so I look up, and yeah. this guy's literally lotioning his ass. Okay. And right in different. front of me, and I it's look at the dude, and I said, you know, that's a little too close. <laughs> And literally, the way he was just standing erect, and just all of a sudden, you heard, 
and like the, the motion did, of lotioning his ass, and he, I'm like, he did the right y'all, take, on you, bro. y'all take that dry skin shit seriously, eh? Yo, it's, it's no joke, you man. Gotta look. If you look, if you were okay, so we're, on, we're live right now, right? Yeah. Hold on. Oh, he's gonna show no. us. Are you gonna show us the, the the coconut oil or what oh, you got? Man. You're about to see. Oh, hold on. Let me let me switch the view here because for people, for people who know me, right? oh, he comes with the travel. For bag. people who know me, they know I don't leave. Like my coworkers, they, 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 they I know you got hand sanitizer. They're man. always. No, I just wash my hands, man. Oh, okay, okay. They mess with me endlessly about my 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 starter kit here. Okay. Oh, okay. I got this from a dude. <laughs> I got who, one of those too. Right? Yeah, I got. <laughs> I got. I got this idea from one of my 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 homeboys that I work with back in back in my hometown. Um, he just got married. Nice. Shout, shout out to my boy Tim. Congrats, and brother. Caitlin. Um, but he he had this when we went to uh, went to Montreal for a bachelor party. Okay. I'm like, yo, it's such a good idea because I'm always just putting all this stuff in my bag. Yeah. So I got a brush, right? Just maintain myself. Got coconut oil hand cream. Hold on, hold on. Bring that under the mic. I gotta get close up with that. Coconut, coconut oil hand oh, cream. Oh shit! Right. Wait, hold on. What do we got? Coconut here? oil conditioner and hair dress. Okay. <laughs> Dude, we got oh, Q-tips. Q-tips. I'm not messing oh. around, bro. That's 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 good though. Q-tips okay. you need. You got some oh, Sensodyne. That's right. it. That's my toothpaste right there. You got Nivea. Oh, lip balm. Lip balm. Okay. Okay. We got a starter kit for my nails, all right? Holy Moses. You see what keep, I'm saying? Keep in mind, ladies, that, yo, if you don't have all this handy with you, you need to step your game up. Big time, man. Boys, making, seen, boys making you look... Cetaphil, <laughs> all right? From, from my face. This is where I, 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 this, I only use this. This is the only thing that touches my face. So some girl talked to me the other day and told, told me I had really nice skin. Ooh. I was very happy. Nice. Is this Cetaphil is the one. Anyone, this is it for black males and for white males. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, I, 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 that will work for both of me then because yeah. I got a little bit of you both. both. So that'll work. So, we wedding uh, contact solution. Contact solution. If I happen to find myself not at home one night, I also got my contact case. <laughs> and this, keep in mind, this is the most toothbrush. Oh, it comes handy with the toothbrush, too. So, you know, not even just one, I keep two toothbrushes, man. I got the, I got the utility belt ready, man. If, Holy if one Moses. should fall into the toilet or something, like, you got a spare. Say, say you have a dog or something and knocks my shit down. Wow. I'm still in that fresh breath. Let me just try and get this out here, man. Anyways, there's two toothbrushes in here. All right. I usually, wow. usually I have a rag in here as well, just in case I need to wash my face one time. I must say take, that take a take a shower. Or something. That is truly impressive. That is truly impressive. It's, it, yo, listen, uh, I'm, I'm, the I'm actually I'm actually in awe right now of how prepared <laughs> how prepared my boy is. Uh, hygienically, listen, man. Hygienically, that's very Ooh. impressive stuff. I'll tell you where it all stemmed from. Okay, we're out there playing. Okay, okay. grade nine. Yeah, I'm frolicking, having a good time. Out playing on the jungle gym with some girls and some some of my my guy friends from back home. Nice. And some girl makes a comment about the way it smells. Like I'm smelling, and I'm like oh. looking around. I'm like, do I really smell bad? <laughs> it's in my head, right? It's like a, the in, into, uh, internal di- dialogue. Start with. With with like one time like I smell bad, I'm like, damn. Uh, by the way, the deodorant is not in there. I had to unpackage it, but it's coming back. Oh okay, I was gonna. So, I was just about to. I was just yes. about to say you're missing one thing. The deodorant or antiperspirant is what I was carrying most of the time from that point forward, and then it kind of just kind of snowballed from like me staying at girlfriends' houses or whatever mm-hmm. and having my own stuff, which is really important, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. That's how it, it all escalated to this point, but I never like to go anywhere unprepared, and I'm always like, because my life is so I want to say chaotic, but it's fast paced though. That's fast paced. Pretty like, fast paced. I, I like all weekend I was out. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have been out all weekend, but you know what? 
Fuck for that, people, man. For people I love, I got to make appearances, man. Like, my friend's birthday was on Friday. My boy's fundraiser on, on Saturday. I had to go to both, and then I had a little reunion with some good friends on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to do that, no matter what, because that's what keeps me live. It kind of refills my my cup for the rest of the week. I, feel like I come, to, come to work feeling nice. Yeah. I enter the week feeling nice because I got to like sit down and engage with people that I love. So it's a big part of me. But yeah, I always carry the travel pack with me, man, because you never know when it's going to be coming handy. So yeah, the oils and essential oils to, to make me softer around the face, it all goes into the whole package, man. That's how I be feeling. Hey, man, I got to hit a winner's afternoon. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'd like to consider myself as somebody who's uh, pretty clean. Dude. Yeah. I'm not... You know, by no means, but I don't have that unless yeah, I go on is, vacation. This, if I'm going, if I'm going on like a so Saturday, if, if this is Saturday. what he carries every day, I don't even want to see what he takes on vacation. Yeah. So if I'm going day to day like this, like I, I left my house what today at ten thirty to come out, out here and be here for the podcast. Oh, hold on, hold on. We gotta. I know you're going somewhere with the story, but we gotta stop. You gotta tell him about your your uh, your crazy adventure to try to try to find my place oh my here. God. So listen, I'm a, I'm an adventurer <laughs> at heart, man. Like I like to just go places and do things. So I always will try new things out to see if I can make things connect. Okay. So I know that my boy Bo's house is right here. I can see the building, right? So I'm walking from this direction here, and I'm like, okay, there's a little forest in between here, right, and his place. So why would I go all the way around? I could probably just cut through the forest. So I'm like, okay, let me try this out. Not knowing where this path has gone before. So I'm walking around, trying to go through the forest, and I'm seeing like all these houses. I'm like, yo, there's no path to get to this forest right now. I'm like, this, this, it's actually these people's backyards. And I'm seeing their backyard, and I'm like, yo, should I just cut through this backyard? But then I just thought to myself, man, like, how weird would it be to see a six-foot-one black dude just cutting through just your backyard? Just hopping fences. fences. to go through your backyard. I'm like, you know what? How long did Let you me just walk around before you heard the sirens? In this neighborhood? Damn, man. <laughs> yo, I was, last podcast, I was coming from here. Yeah, My dude. Uber couldn't even get here because there is a black dude getting pulled over, uh, getting handcuffed right down the street here. Yeah, because you know what happened with that? Hit and actually No. Um, so I was curious about it. Yeah. Because I am about everything. Apparently, there was a, a, a shooting a couple weeks ago yeah. at Rebel. Oh, word. Yeah. I heard about that. My yeah, uncles worked there. so apparently the two dudes, from what I read, and I don't know if there's any truth to this, um, but apparently the two dudes, that's who they were. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, it's all what I read on the news. I could be incorrect, but yeah. I just, I was searching the article cause I was so curious when we came out, it was, it was like, like fucking 10 police cars. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I thought, you know, there's a big fight or some shit happened. Right. And, uh, and yeah, I was like, fuck man. So I read up and it was the, the address was like Lawrence and DVP, which was right here. Yeah. Right. So. And I was like, fuck, man, that's pretty crazy. That is crazy. It's pretty crazy. That's dangerous, Max. So I remember when that happened, I told, I, I messaged both my homegirls and I told them, like, be, be careful out there. Yeah. There's too much stuff that's happening around there, man. Like, the Coca, or is it called Cabana? Cabana is right beside it, right? Yeah. They're connected. And they both work at Cabana as well. So I'm like, man, there's these bouncers knocking people out. There's people yeah, getting I, shot I, there. I there's always some, some about that too, right? There's always some shit going on there. So I'm like, yo, I don't want my friends, I don't want to have to. God forbid, have anything to do with my, one of my friends getting hurt, right? So yeah. I'm like, yo, just be careful. It's kind of crazy out here right now. Well, so that's that's crazy that just happened. Like to get this, put the guy up over there. Like, yeah, I would never expected that. Well, the thing is, I'm like, I'm a fucking prude that way too, man. Like, I don't. To me, I don't really go to environments like that. Yeah. First off, like I've heard some ridiculous numbers as much as like it's like a thousand bucks to get a booth. What a cabana? Yeah, you never catch me a cabana. What the fuck am it's I like, gonna pay a thousand bucks? It's like douchebag central, bro. Yeah, dude. It's literally like you just see a bunch of guys 
either cock diesel in tank tops or fat in tank tops. Yeah. Just chugging back liquor. And keep in mind, to everybody who's listening, I typically try not to be judgmental, but just in this place. Fuck like that. I'm I judgmental. <laughs> I don't understand the relevance of this place. Yeah. I don't. Like... It's status, man. Yeah, it's like it's status. Oh, okay, so, and and this goes back to what we, you know, we kind of touched on before we even, you know, started the podcast. I can't stand people that 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 judge people based on what they see. Yeah, because what they see could all be for show. Look, a guy could literally be at Cabana. Yeah, he's got a booth, fucking drinking back. That could literally be his entire life savings that he took just yeah. to live that one moment. True. And let's be honest, dude. You can find tail anywhere. Yeah. Any local bar, any local store, any local fucking street you walk. It's it's a status thing. It's Fuck a, it's status, dude. Status is overrated. It's, it's so overrated. It's the appearance of having this bottle here and the, your your body looking the way it looks and people being around you. It's a it's a whole thing. Like my boy asked me to come to Cabana and come chill on his boy. His boy's uh, I guess it was like a motorized boat. It's a he's a firefighter, right? So they, yeah, yeah, all the firefighters out there. But I'm like, that doesn't fit my personality whatsoever. And I don't like to go anywhere where there's too much trouble. Yo, I'm the same way, dude. I'm, I, same I, fucking way. I move differently, man. Like when I'm when I'm dating somebody, it's even worse because like I can't truly, truly enjoy myself because I will not like get ridiculously drunk if the person I'm with is not is is drinking. Because mm-hmm. I'm when I walk in, I'm like Batman, bro. Like where are the exits? Where are the weapons I could use in case something jumps off? If this guy tries to hit me here, what am I gonna do here? Like. My brain just run through all these scenarios constantly. And yeah, I thought, it's, it's I thought it was the only one, but there's like... So. I think like that too. Yeah, my boys... I have other boys think the same way. They're like, Dude, Yo, I'm on high alert, bro. Yes, my senses all time. are like times 10. Yeah. But if it's just me, it's like whatever. Because when I go to a club generally, or, or not even a club, any kind of event, I if it's a, a mass amount of people going to be there, I'm leaving early. I don't care what's happening. I went to Rock the Bells one year at the Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Nas was a headliner with uh, Damian Marley. I left. Wow. I left midway through their set just so I can get to my car and leave before anything goes down after the concert. Yep. I don't like to stay there too long. Yeah, and I park you're... far away from I park far away from where everyone parks. Yeah. Because I'm not in the same vicinity either. While all this shit's going on there, I just walk to my car and peace out. Well, the thing too is like, do you ever find when you leave big gatherings or big parties or clubs or whatever, you find that's when the most of the riffraff happens because mm-hmm. people are drunk, they're impatient. Yeah. Somebody might be trying to wedge through and next thing you know, person's like, yo, what the fuck? You yeah. Start cussing and screaming. And I find like that's probably when the altercations start to arise. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm the same way, man. Like, first off, I don't go to clubs. It's, it's, I don't really go to clubs either, man. It's like, what's the worst mix of food you would ever put together? Uh, in your say- mind, like what's the worst two things you could piece together? I'd say uh, white rice and ketchup. That's Bradley in the club. Yeah. <laughs> That's Bradley in the club. I just, it's not me. It doesn't suit me. You can see how awkward I look and how awkward I feel. It's, it's just not for me. So the club and Bradley is like white rice and ketchup. Yeah, man. I'm, excited. I'm not about that either because the same. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I'm telling you, man. Like, I don't even, I even get like walking up. I'm like, oh, I can see the lines. I can see the bougie fucking people. I can yeah. see, I can already just feel my anxiety like ramping up and i'm like man i'm not gonna enjoy myself yeah the only place i will go to actually and it's only if we get a booth is um what's that fucking place jess likes to go to parkdale i think you came there one time i think you came there one time for like 20 or 30 minutes it's a it's a it's a lounge it's like a lounge and we had the booth oh that one time. yeah where we went there for her birthday yeah, yeah 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 that's the only place i like only because the booth allows yeah. you right by the front door yeah you can sit down if you want 
But I would not go to that environment if I had to stand or dance. No, you're not catching me in that environment. I love to dance. I love to dance. Like I this said, I, worked, I was in the Gorilla Salsa Club last weekend. Salsa, bro. You know? That's that, I'm telling you, man. Any any of you ladies out there looking for a very adventurous, very adventurous young man, this is the dude right here. Yo. Salsa dancing, it's fucking it's birthday different, parties, man. It's weddings. It's different, man. Like if you're gonna. You know, if you're he's gonna, got a, a travel go, pack of hygienic, uh, hygienic things to keep himself fresh. Yo, this is this is a fucking. I think I, a deal right here. <laughs> I think being like an like so the blog, the blog, the gentleman's guidebook. It's a whole thing. It's like this is the way like I generally think day to day. So I know there's men out there. Cause when I used, I used to write my other blog, and I, I used to actually it was piggyback from what this is called now, the gentleman's guidebook. But I used to think I have something called the gentleman's guide. Yeah. And on my previous blog, I ran for six years. And it was just about gentleman's guy to this and this and this. Like I just yeah. talked to a girl today, really good writer, really good girl. She's really she's a big fashionista. I'm like, yo, can you just write me a piece um, this week about you know men and facial care or or fashion fall winter fashion for men like anything just like because you want like some men are just too they're too macho to ask for for help. Mm-hmm. Like I always wanted to dress fresh. That's that's my thing. Me and my boy salt salt and pepper. <laughs> We, I, I'm always trying to catch up to his fashion forward ways of thinking because the guy looks fresh all the time. He's got the hottest haircut before the haircut's trendy. Nice. He's got the hottest suit, uh, fashion. Like whenever we go out, it's like a, it's like who's gonna come correct for this this night? Like is he gonna be more dressed? And more times than not, like ninety percent of the time, he's way way better dressed than I am. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's a it's a fashion it's a fashion uh, what's it called like a barometer that i want to hit like yeah, i want to like be like my boy yeah and, he, and i mean i take a little piece of all my my guy friends like something they, they do really well that i can kind of incorporate into myself because i think living is like an an ever like you never cease to learn you're always learning yeah and i think when you stop learning is when you get old like i'm what 35 years old and i feel like i felt when i was 22 years old I look yeah, the same way I look by 22 years. feeling, right? Yeah, feeling. so I, in order to feel this way, I got to continue to sharpen my mind, sharpen your tools. So I sharpen my mind. I read a lot. Mm-hmm. I view a lot of things. I watch a lot of interviews. I speak to, to uh, free-thinking people, you know what I mean? Like people who, who care and compassionate people. And other things like my dad. My dad is the consummate, consummate um, uh, hygienist. My dad, when I was young, my dad be always cutting his nails. Mm-hmm. Always cutting his nails. And I'm like, Dude, that's so gross, but not thinking. And then when I went, I, I was in my five-year relationship. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest characteristics she liked about me is that I was always well-groomed. Yeah. But I came from my father. My yeah. father I always had, he, he's always trimmed up nice. He always had his nails groomed. You know, he smelled good. He dressed nice. Like, I, that is my, my dude, right? That's a good example. So you have, to, you have to have this combination of things. And he, he also read, he was a voracious reader as well. Mm-hmm. So I tried to just instill this to to people that not not only the people i know around around me mm-hmm. but people who are reading forever wherever even this mm-hmm. like you can do this you can be this you know this is not out of the realm of possibility you can do it it's this easy yeah like just you when you told me you were doing the podcast like way back when yeah like 66 episodes ago that's it and I, i'm telling you like yo do it man do it get it out there and look at you now like you you Big up, like this. This setup is bigger than my setup. Yeah. And I started podcasting what four years ago. Yeah. So it's anyone could do anything, man. And that's the biggest thing, man. I watched a movie yesterday. Came out the movie. I go to movies every day if there's movies available that I haven't seen. Yeah. Every day I'm not working, I'll go to the theater. I go by myself. 
Because I'm not insecure. Not, yo, I'll give, I got to give you credit, though, man. You will not. First off, you will not catch me in a theater by myself. Uh, <laughs> I go shopping by myself, you know? I take a shower by myself. Up, shopping, I've things. gotten used to doing by myself. Yeah. Uh, just because I find real peace in being able not to rush or not to be concerned about somebody else and what they're doing. Yeah. So that I'm okay with. I still have trouble eating by myself <laughs> in public because no, I feel I like just, I feel like people are looking at me. They're like, they're thinking like, yo, why is this guy by himself? Like, what's wrong with this fella? No one's thinking that. No, no, so in, but in turn, in that's head. just a mental, it's a yeah. mental blocker that I have, right? Um, but in turn, which is weird because I would, in some situations, I'd rather eat by myself than eat with somebody else. Yeah. Because I don't want to be forced to talk while I'm trying to do the thing I enjoy most, yeah. which is eat. Right? So I'm, I'm, I'm like torn, right? Um, and then there's, you know, there's it's, just, I don't know, I can't sit in a theater by it, myself. It, it, took, it, it took me a while to get to this point, but it's from all the different things. Like I have to credit my friends and my dad mm-hmm. for all the little pieces of things that I was, was, were given to me just from me viewing the way people act and mm-hmm. how they do and being able to take and bore from what they, they do in order to put it together and make a cohesive person, like yeah. to be a good human. Yeah. So like a lot of these things, my, my girl Joyce, we, we had a conversation, we went to a concert a, lot, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and we we're talking about like, she's, she's got piss poor phone etiquette and I'm a big, I'm a, I hate bad phone etiquette. It just bothers me. When you, but, when you say phone etiquette though, like, so like everyone's got their phone on their hip. Okay. Yep. Mostly everyone. Right. If I, I believe a lot in patterns. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the, I'm the type of person that if you text me, I'm going to text you back right away. Okay. Unless I'm in a session like setting like this where we're here podcasting or I'm at work. Oh, feel free to text me. Yeah. Well, yeah, well <laughs> what, you know, but, but this, this is what we're going to get to. Yeah. I, I'm always going to continue that pattern because that's what I do. Yeah. If for some reason, like you don't hear from me for like two or three days, there's, that's something wrong. Yeah, and as a friend of mine, you would know there's something wrong because that's not the way I move. But there's some people oh, okay. that yeah, move a little differently. So Joyce is one that she likes to talk to people on the phone. Okay. You text her, you may not get her back until three weeks later. So if I'm dying, I'm not I'm not messaging her to, to call the police. <laughs> but the one thing she'll that, find out she'll find yeah, out after. Yeah, the one thing I did get from her and I really appreciate is that um, people don't have conversation. We talked about this previously, but people don't really have conversations anymore. They. Their phones are like their phones are all together. I went for my boy's birthday after we did the podcast last week, mm-hmm. and the three of us there were sitting in the bar, where we're, we're doing our happy hour thing and just having a couple of pints and catching up. And I haven't seen these two guys in forever. They both got girlfriends at the same time, mm-hmm. and that's kind of this excommunicated me from the setting because I the, don't have the, anybody. The social environment, yeah, you know the, the whole couple thing, right? Yeah. So we I finally get to chill with my boys in this free of girlfriends, and we're on our phones. I'm like, yo, give me your phones, just grab them. Grab them up one time, put them in the center. Like, no one's touching the phones. That's and it. if someone wants to touch the phones, one person gets to touch the phone at one time, and then we put it back, and the next person can touch their phone. Because I don't, I just. Well, at it's least so much that more way, when one talk. person's using their phone, the other two people can talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not the worst way to be. But, you know, me and you have gone in on this before. Um, it's one of the things that bothers me, and I see it. And, you know, obviously, I don't pers- take it personal, but I hate when people are on dates and I see them on their phone. <sighs> It's, it's it's so disrespectful. Dumb. It's so dumb. Like somebody's taking the time to get dressed up, take you out to dinner. The least you could do is put your shit on silent for forty five minutes or an hour. Fuck if the night man. goes well, maybe put the it on. The whole night, put man. It on, yeah, silent Listen, the whole night. If, if I'm if I'm on a date with someone I'm really receptive to, that phone is getting turned off. You better believe it. So you know I'm busy because I usually message back right away. Yeah, I'm not out here trying to be on dates. Like, listen, you get the you get the the bulk of my attention because. I chose to go out with you. 
Yeah. You chose, and you were you were gracious enough to accept me and go on on a date with me. So if that's the case, then yo, you get full attention, man, because there's. There is nothing that's going on that I'm not going to hear about later. Gracious, bro. I'm telling you, after this video, they see all that hy- hygienic Whatever, stuff, man. bro. You get it. <laughs> people you know, know they... this about me, though. Well, no, but people... Not, not people I know. <laughs> not people I know. Maybe people you know. Not people I know. <laughs> Tell yeah. you. Listen, man. I'm always going to be evolving, man. man. <laughs> Yo, you got you to come correct. Oh, I'm telling you. But you know what? To go back to that uh, that Movember thing, man. Yeah. Like, I know you don't have a proper stash, but I'm totally going Tom Selleck handlebar. Yo, do it up, man. I'm not doing it. I don't know how weird I'll look, but I'm going to take the chance. I'm kind of used to this on my face now because when I first did it, it was like a foreign entity on my face. I felt like there's like, it's going to sound nasty, but like I felt like there's a rat in my face. I'm like, what the? What is it on my face <laughs> well, right now? Well, it's a good now? thing you said rat. I thought you were going to go another direction. No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say. It was but... really strange for me, but I'm like, yo. Whoever wants to do the Movember thing, do it. My boys had a Movember event on Saturday. Oh, really? I wasn't able to, to make it to, yeah. And uh, they're they're big into it. That's cool. Like, do your thing. I'll donate to you, but I'm not doing it. Well, I, I figure if I go Movember, I'm going to go, uh, like, sideburns off. You're going to go full thing, Like, eh? full thing. Like, just have the, the handlebar here. Yeah. Leave a little bit of, re- you know, a little you know, bit you have of to stuff stop, here. You have to stop from, like, No, I'm going down zero. to the lip. But you have to start from ground zero. You have to shave everything yeah, off. Yeah, no. So the and the start. Oh, do you? You can't yeah, just go that's, straight. That's, that's that's the way you do it. You shave everything off. But then that doesn't make any sense for me because everything's gonna grow back at the same time. So I'm well, better sh- off just to leave. You can the shave. Stuff. You can shave the rest of your face, but the mustache you got to stay the same. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, but everything's gotta start clean. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay. November one, so you, you go, go clean, clean, and then and you then start, as it grows, you yeah. shave everything else. Oh, okay. See, I was gonna go to the barber and just get him to put the bars in place. And then be like, all right. And then just do like a bald fade. I'm thinking about getting rid of the, the Jerry Curl. No, I mean, keep the Jerry Curl. If I could grow Jerry Curl right now, it'd be nice, man. Be blessed. <laughs> I can't grow Jerry Curl for the life of me, bro. Well, I got my, my mom's jeans. Don't, my, but the hair doesn't grow too too tough up here. Like Since my since my uh, my product collection is not as uh, steep as Pepper's, <laughs> mine is hair glue from Glow. Yeah. That's just brute. <laughs> baby powder. Uh, Aveeno unscented lotion slow clap <laughs> and exactly and uh and sensodyne we, yeah. we share the same yo, sensodyne, is, sensodyne is yo after i went to my dentist and i had uh, a lot of problems yeah he told me man he's like just stick to sensodyne mm-hmm. uh it's for sensitive teeth which is what you have so i was like you know what done if it's gonna help keep my teeth in my mouth then then i'm done i'm Listen, doing it man you you show me the person that doesn't like someone who's hygienic and i'll show you a fucking disgusting human being oh yeah dude like that, 100%. that being hygienic if to have been in the presence of someone, like, I was in the subway yesterday going to the, going to the spot. Which is the perfect place to find somebody oh who's unhygienic. And I smelled the smell. And it was, the smell was it, was, it was offensive. It was offensive. But was it one person or was it multiple loaders no. just clusterfucked so, into one? It was a clusterfuck of people. But first thing on my head is like, sniff the smell out. Where's the smell coming from? <laughs> so I'm looking around, looking around. It's just like, oh, then one of these, <laughs> I look around and see the dude. I'm like. It's him. As soon as we got to like Bloor, where I know there's a mass exodus of people, I'm like, beeline for the other side. right out of there. Yeah. I don't want no offensive smells, man. Like, for, uh, if, oh, if, that's brutal. On a, in a communal area, just think of how nasty it is in a communal area. Somebody's just sitting there stinking. Like, nah. I think it's unfortunate. I'm not about that life. With you. I think it's unfortunate. But, you know. Unfortunate. All you need to get is a bar of fucking deodorant, man. It's not unfortunate. Or wash your body. Yo, some people, though, like, some people. Or even go natural, but go natural and wash yourself before you go. Look, if you go natural, if you already stink, going natural is not ideal. But if you wash to go out, right? Yeah. The only thing natural is doing is that you're not going to put any... You, you might put on a natural deodorant, or you might just go natural completely without putting anything on. Or they can just use goat milk soap. 
Well, goat's milk soap is goat what I. Soap is that's natural. what I use. I, I love goat's milk soap. It's natural, though, right? Well, I I, I I guess so. Like I just I just love the way it feels. I feel it works well with my skin. Yeah. So I I've been using goat's milk for I I, I live by this. Well, I actually bought this. Uh, I bought this body wash. Yeah. Um, from this place, it's this new place that Jess goes to, and you probably won't believe me, but we paid twenty five dollars for this bottle of body wash. Really? Yeah. And it's 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 gonna sound so fucking crazy, but every time I use it, I feel like a fresh layer of skin like it's it's like new skin yeah so you you lather it on it's it, it's is really it called thick. new skin huh it's called new skin no oh no i don't know actually it's it's in my bathroom but yeah. but uh but yeah no i just i don't i don't know what it is but every time i apply it and then i wash it off i feel my skin feels new it yeah feels, it feels rejuvenated so to speak when i use like nivea which is one of the things i use the most i still feel good i feel clean but this is just but the one thing is this thing leaves a this new one, it leaves a really like a weird feeling for a lather. Uh, it leaves okay. like this almost like a burning kind of feeling sensation, Damn. but not, not, um, not to this, like to the point where you would be like, Oh fuck, that's irritating. <laughs> but it's kind of just like, it's like, you know, when you rub a five, three, five on you and you feel that, that little bit of influence, like that little bit of heat, <laughs> Yeah, I know. that's kind of what it feels like for like, maybe like a minute. <clears throat> yeah. Which if you think when you rub your goodies, <laughs> probably not the, <laughs> or, you know, you clean your sensitive areas, let's call it that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not so, uh, it's not oh, so pleasant. So you, 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 you gotta do, you gotta do scrub and wash. You, gotta do some you can't let it lather or sit there. You no. gotta do scrub and wash that shit. Nah. So, but, uh, but on that note, we're going to finish up. Look at you. You wrapped it up this time. I wrapped it up. That's, that's, that's our man. Well, we, we started talking about lathering your butt and stuff. Well, <laughs> we went in there. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. We literally, we opened up that fucking, that's that conversation. But on that note, we're going to, we're going to finish off. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Yep, yep. Uh, anything you want to say? Uh, check out the the blog, uh, Gentleman's Guidebook, uh, gentlemansguidebook.com. Uh, follow on Facebook, do your thing, live your life, be excellent, like my boy says. That's it. And uh, make sure that you guys tune in uh, today uh, for the Open Mic Experience podcast. Uh, that'll be up later today. Yeah. Make sure y'all tune in and check that out. Yeah. All right, guys, we're done. Well, give, we're me a little, give me a little something what you're going to talk about tonight, man. No, I can't give that away. Whoa, I can't man. give that away. You got to tease them a little bit and give them a little leg and take ticket right back. Give them a little leg and ticket right back. If they want to see it, they'll tune in. Okay, all right. All, all right. right. All right. All right, guys. Peace. We're out.